Recording in progress. Might need to insert a drum roll in there to make it cinematic effect. Hello everyone and welcome back to What You Chirping Now For with me, Ella Bourne. And me, Georgia Elf. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for coming back. This is our 10th episode. 11th episode. I'm so bad with these. I get this wrong every week. Our 11th yeah. episode. Yeah. Which is exciting. 1-1. One, one, that's like a angel number. All the ones. Um, like yeah. That. How was your week? How are you? What's going on? Give me the gods. I've had a really eventful week, actually. Really eventful um so I'm going to start with my highlight because I kind of touched on it a bit last week and said I can't say too much just yet um mm. because I wasn't sure who was going to listen to this and who was going okay. to speak to you um but basically it was my nana's 80th birthday on Wednesday and I have got an uncle that lives in Australia so her son um and we surprised her by him and my auntie coming over from Australia so they arrived they, she, my nana thought she was going for dinner with me and my family um and me and my brother picked my uncle and auntie up on the way and uh, gave her a little surprise which was very nice oh. it was ah oh, it was so nice just to see how happy she was it was lovely that um, is so nice. Also, happy so uh, birthday, Ralph's Nana. Happy, very, very happy birthday. That is Ooh. so nice. I love when yeah. a surprise comes together. And then she got hit with another surprise, actually. On oh, my God, birthday. Ralph. You I know. cannot wear like that. You, yeah. No, you paused, you went, and then she got hit. And I was like, oh, my God, your poor Nana. <laughs> and then you just carried on. And I was like, oh, I've honestly got tons. With all good things, she was hit with good things. Okay, please keep the good things going, Ralph Stanner's way. <laughs> um, so my aunt and uncle dropped that. They were going to be taking her to Madeira on Monday. Mm. And then we went over for curry with her in the evening and my parents dropped it. They were also going to Madeira. So it's quite nice oh. for her. The two kids and their partners um, all off on holiday t- together on Monday. That's so lovely. What an amazing surprise. What's yeah. your nana's name? Uh, Valerie. Valerie. Why don't you come on over, Valerie? Yeah. I'll, I'll sing happy birthday. Oh, that's so nice. Happy birthday, Valerie. Hope you've had some lovely surprises. Madeira. Australia uncle. Son. Pardon? Surprise she didn't have a heart attack, to be honest. Dropping oh bombshells like that. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Wow, what, what a way to somber the tone. <laughs> it was very well, cute. I'm glad you, cute. glad you had a lovely week and that's some very exciting news. Yeah, so there, they were, yeah. that was my highlights. But then I've also had, mm. the last two days, I've been hit with some low lights as well that I wasn't really expecting. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but the really weird thing is I'm in really good spirits. Um okay. I so yesterday I attended a funeral and actually I would like to give a little shout out to it so it was a guy called Dave who used to umpire for us at our cricket club and he was always very very supportive of me playing cricket with the boys whenever I'd say yeah but I'm I'm the girl he'd say so what what does that mean he'd always tell me off for making comments about me 
Um, so it was always very, very supportive of me and my cricket and women playing cricket. And I did actually, in fact, it was the last time I spoke to him, I told him about um, the Say No to Sexism campaign. And he was kind of like, it's just ridiculous that you even have to have a campaign about this. Um, but he was very supportive. Um, so that was a sad day, but it was, you know, mm. a nice day. Um, and then also uh, I found out today that my boot stopped um, closing. So I've had to take it to the garage and it was £100 to fix. Oh. Yeah. And then I'm very sorry to hear about about your your the umpire that died your friend that's really sad yeah it was sad bless him but he or one thing he always said to me was keep smiling so I just make sure do that yeah exactly yeah oh so yeah it's been an eventful week actually for me but how about you how's your week been yeah that sounds eventful to be fair my word um yeah not as eventful as that, for sure. Um, yeah, just just doing the same old, playing a bit of netball, going to play some squash tomorrow, going for dinner tonight with Adam, which would be fun at our favourite place. It's like, um, it's our local Caribbean restaurant and it's all like completely authentic. So it's just such good food and we are like obsessed with it. We go there whenever we can. Um, and it's really reasonably priced as well. So we just literally love it. Um, oh, and also it. on a Friday from like, I think it's from seven or eight o'clock, they have a live band and it's like Caribbean music. And oh my God, oh, it's just wow. literally like the best vibe ever. Like we just get yeah. cocktails, have really good food, just such a lovely evening. So we're super excited for tonight. Um, yeah, so that's definitely going to be a highlight this week. Do you know what? I don't think I have a low light. Um, nothing's really happened that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, yeah, but obviously as this week is... It started off, actually, no, that's incorrect. Last week, last Friday, was my brother's birthday, 25th. So we all went for some drinks, which was really nice. Um, yeah, and then we stayed up, had a few drinks at home. So that, that was really fun. So, Bonnie, did you get up to anything on Valentine's Day? Um, No, we don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. Like, it's not, a, it's, we don't like, like it. It's not like we've ever celebrated, really. Um, despite that no despite that every valentine's day i always come home to flowers and a card and stuff like that so that's always lovely um yeah yeah, i mean on valentine's day i actually played two games of netball and he watched the champions league so (laughs) romances well and truly alive sounds like romance to me Mm. the the day before we did make dinner together and watch like a new series so you know vibes but yeah he did leave me flowers and card and stuff and all lovely things one exciting thing though we go to jamaica in 31 days wait what have you told me about this you haven't told me about this you've not told me i assumed i would have i've told like everyone i assumed i told you i must have done there's Mm. no way i've not told you it's kind of maybe it's coming back to me a little bit but you haven't spoken about it much <laughs> no um yeah it's because it's just kind of flown round like it's come so quickly yeah so we're going for two weeks all inclusive Jamaica we're going to do some excursions to some waterfalls and we're both like just so excited that's incredible I'm jealous I'm I'm trying to Indeed. think of what my trip 
or trips are going to be this year. And the people, mm. when I keep saying that to people, they're like, you're literally going to Portugal in a couple of weeks. I'm like, yeah, I know, but that's, it's only a weekend, you know, I want a big trip. Yeah, it's like a, it's a mini trip, not a, yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. That though. But I, yeah, I don't know. I haven't decided yet what I want to do, but I need to book something mm. in. Something yeah, get it booked in. Get the vibes rolling and excited. Should Indeed. we um, move on to some content? Yeah, should we do sport? Should we start off with sports news? Let's start off with sports news. Yeah, I said that I was going to come up with a jingle this week, and I didn't do it. So you've <laughs> lied to our lovely listeners. I realised just as we turned this on and I got my ukulele out and thought, right, what can I come up with in the next minute before the morning comes on? And it wasn't very good. So I'm going to keep the fans waiting um, okay. and try and go for the wow factor. Okay, so that means it, it has to be exceptional. We will not accept anything less now. You've got me on the edge of my seat. You've got the fans on the edge of their seat. Do you know what I mean? It's got to be... Yeah. I'm talking Katy Perry level. Oh, okay. Yeah, for real, for real. Wow. Okay. Um, Okay. Let's try and win some Brit Awards with this. (laughs) Let's. Right. Um, I'm going to start off with some sports news, which literally came out 40 minutes ago. Um, It's a bit disappointing. It is quite literally hot off the press, but you'll be watching this or listening in three days times so it'll be a bit delayed at this point mm. um however this is very disappointing I'm not gonna lie so Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas are currently playing in the Genesis Invitational round some form of golf competition I'm sure my dad will be shouting through the podcast telling me exactly what cup it is or what game it is I don't know but it's golf they've got a ball they've got some sticks um <laughs> sticks <laughs> They have got some sticks. Um, Yeah, so essentially what's happened is they were driving, um, not in a car, off the tee. um, And Tiger Woods hit the ball further than Justin did. So Tiger Woods handed Justin a tampon. Let me rephrase that. Uh, Tiger Woods thought that Justin's um, shot was girly, a.k.a. That's why he had that's I don't know what I said, AKA. That's why he gives them a tampon. Um, I think it's very disappointing. The yeah. misogyny is kind of reaping through, especially in 2023. That's what's disappointing. And also, especially on the platform that they play on. He knows that people mm-hmm. are gonna see that. He knows that media are gonna pick up on that. Um so he knows that that action is going to be seen. And also it's got to have been planned because otherwise, why would Tiger Woods be walking around with tampons in his pocket? Yeah, you know, that has been said as well. He's thought about it prior to doing that, hasn't he? Um, yeah. So you're right. Disappointing is exactly the word that I use for that one. <laughs> These people that us as non-professional athletes, I mean, I don't have a dream to be a golfer, but there are people out there, young kids, even adults that are looking up to these people and you know even young girls that are seeing that from someone like Tiger Woods who really does have a name for himself in golf and and sport in general um yeah it's sad for for them to see that I think Mm. yeah I mean it definitely like represents the idea that men are better than women and women aren't as strong or can't 
do things as well as men it definitely kind of keeps that idea in your head um but one thing that also is quite disappointing about the situation is tiger woods actually has a daughter who's 15 and she has grown up like in america playing soccer so our football mm-hmm. and the fact that her dad has done this is like well yeah you play football but it kind of gives the idea that he's while he's watching it, he's thinking well yeah you do this but it's not going to be as good as when the when the boys or the men do it like if my dad did yeah. that i'd be like well that's not supportive at all i'd be really disappointed um yeah and it, it's just the idea that you know it's just stupid that women aren't as good as men it's just like come on you know the platform you've got you know people are going to see it you know it's going to be in the press why do it and a, 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 a um Janice even said something like it's the idea that you know when he's preparing for this tournament he's um he's thinking oh can't forget my tampon yeah in case I, in case I outdrive yeah. Justin and and you, you can also think about you know he's got his little team around him as well he's probably said to a couple of them oh look what I've got in my pocket ready for mm. oh, you know and had a joke about yeah. it prior to it as well and I mean it's not to say that he definitely has had that conversation with other people but if he has you'd hope that they'd go, actually, that's really not appropriate. Mm-mm. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. But that actually... I've just seen... Oh, sorry, go on. I've, I've just seen someone say, um, a Sky Sports News commentator, Sturk, said, it was seemingly done in jest. To me, it was laddie, blokey behaviour, passing the tampon, effectively saying, I've outdriven you, you're driving the ball like a woman. So the mm. fact that it's being classed as just laddie, blokey behaviour... It's not really like it's already excusing him for it, which I get, you know, it's not the end of the world, fine, but it's not appropriate, at the le- especially at the level exactly. he's playing at. It's not appropriate and it's unfair for uh, young athletes to see that kind of behaviour yeah. from athletes yeah. that they look up to. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you've actually just reminded me, talking about sort of women's, women's sport and men's sport, I had a really in-depth conversation this week with my brother um, because I don't know if you've heard about this, but they did the drafts this week for the Women's Premier League, which is a new Indian mm. cricket league for women. Um, and yeah. the drafts, they were announcing how much players were going to earn through uh, being pulled into that. And some of the some of the funds were absolutely crazy for women's women's sport, women's cricket. Really. The, the the highest player I think is Ashley Gardner with five hundred and fifty eight thousand dollars to go and play. That's wow. Australian dollars. So I think I put it into Google. I think it equates to like three hundred and three hundred grand in pounds. Wow, three hundred and twenty. Especially grand. for women's sport, that's really good. Ridiculous. And this is what it is. I mean, the competition is not going to last more than two months, is it? Out of the mm. out of the year. So for two months of work that's pretty pretty incredible that that's That's how they're being paid and I think that is the first big step in sort of matching women's pay up to the men's as well and I don't know what the men earn to play in in the Indian Premier League um so I don't know how it compares but certainly to other women's competitions whereas you know in the 100 I think the top sort of salary is around the 30k mark um it's quite significantly more than that mm. yeah no that's really good I mean I remember growing up I was told if you ever want to go professional with cricket you 
you have to have a part-time job on the side because you cannot support yourself as a female cricketer. So the fact that they're now being paid 300,000, that is amazing. I know obviously yeah. everyone won't be getting paid that, but still it's a it's yeah. definitely a good start and yeah, really good. Amazing. I love it's that. actually funny that you the the point out that when, you know, we were coming through as cricketers it was kind of, yeah, you would have to have another job. You would have to go to university and make sure you've got a degree as well because you're not going to make it just on a cricketer's salary. But we're 24, you know? It's not like we're ancient and completely uh, out of realms of... Um... Um, pause. Speak for yourself. I'm at the ripe age of 23. I'm young. No wrinkles yet. Right, okay. please continue. How dare you? <laughs> in, the, in the next year, that's when you get all your in-calls, just to let you know. Oh, God, I knew it was coming. Oh, what a time. <laughs> but yeah, it's Sorry, not like we're completely out of the realms of playing at that level. It's not like we're deemed too old, in inverted commas. Um, so it's interesting that just in the period of time from when we were growing up through that sort of peak performance time um of actually you know getting picked up by teams and getting selected into teams how much it has changed since then is pretty incredible mm, yeah if you look at it it's what the last 10 years the game's evolved from essentially no pay to three hundred thousand for a tournament like that's phenomenal in 10 years so yeah, yeah definitely big round of applause to uh the indian premier league well done love you keep up the good work guys <laughs> yeah, we've got some some more um, sports news, haven't we? Um, so this yes. week, well, um, Sky Brown, who is a 14, 15-year-old skateboarder, has won the World Championships, uh, Skateboarding Championships, and is the first GB person to do that um, at the age of 14. It's incredible. That's um, outrageous. It's, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. And I think she is really starting to get a name for skateboarding as a sport and also for herself because mm. I, I remember her competing in the Olympics because it was the first year that they had skateboarding in the Olympics and I remember her name sort of being thrown around a little bit because of how young she was and how successful she was um but the fact she's gone and won a world championships as well I think that's really good for skateboarding in in GB yeah, no, when you mentioned this to me, I was like, Sky Brown, that name really, really rings a bell. And the reason it rang a bell, I've seen, I'm sure it's from TikTok, I've seen her on TikTok, but then Tony Hawk went and coached her for a little bit. Like, oh, that's really? how, because so he saw, I think he saw a video of her and was like, like, I'll come and, I'll come and coach you, we'll have a few sessions together, like, let's go for it. And then I think that, yeah, that's that's how like part of her career got boosted as well. So how amazing is that to be able to, at 14, you've won this championship and then you've been, been coached by Tony Hawk. But that's phenomenal. Mm. At 14, I could barely stand up straight. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you still can't. You can't even tie my own shoes. <laughs> yeah, true. Give me a few drinks I'm on the floor, have yeah. You, um, have you ever given skateboarding a go? Um, no, I'm going to say. Is in Josh used to have a skateboard. I'd stand on it, fall off. So mm. I'm going to go with no. Yeah, my my brother had a skateboard, and I always used to say that I wanted to learn how to do it. But the second it started moving, I just jumped off because I got scared. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> do you remember that phase where like everyone had penny boards in high school? Yeah, yeah. I never had mm. one. I tried that, couldn't do it. Probably my yeah. friends' ones straight on the floor. So I was like, nah, not for me. <laughs> 
I'll stick to the old cricket cheers. Yeah, same here. Mm. You're into talking of cricket, aren't you? Yeah, I do uh, roller skate now and again. So I guess I'm like the roller skater Tony Hawk, but yeah, don't get ahead of myself just yet. No tricks just yet. No, no, I can. The, the the trouble is where I practice is like along the promenade, and there's a slight like incline one way. So if I'm going and I stop, I just fall down. So I have to get Adam to come and like push me back up because I can't get back up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> and I also don't know how to stop so I just crash into him to stop so I need to go with with supervision <laughs> I don't know if I've said this actually but the best thing that we have ever done and it was literally like the most fun I've had in my entire life so we were going along the beach um on the promenade and he had a bike and I held onto the back of him and he cycled as fast as I could and I was in my roller skates and we were going so fast oh wow that see that would scare yeah. me it was so much fun and everyone was going, oh, that's amazing. And they're going, well done, girl, you've smashed that as if like I've got a free lift because I did. It was brilliant. <laughs> mm. I was going so fast and it was so much fun. Then we got an ice cream, did it on the way back, went home. Fantastic oh, evening. That's a great evening, that. <laughs> yeah, it was so much fun. Any more sports um, news? Not, I wouldn't say it's sport news. I would say it's exciting ish cricket development I don't know I'm just gonna say it basically um so if you don't know already Adam aka the boyfriend um his mum actually works in like a sports shop so she does the embroidery like the print stuff like that so really cool and obviously she knows a lot about sports and sports kit and all that kind of jazz and she knows Obviously, I've been, oh God, we've been together nearly five years now. So the whole time she obviously knows about cricket and me playing and whatnot, et cetera, et cetera. And I've always moaned to her about cricket whites, the trousers, because they're always men's ones. I always have a zip. Cause, you know, uh, just I, I never buy them with a zip because I don't like that. Oh, see, I actually quite enjoy, like, if I'm just bored in the field, I just kind of play the zip. But um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> beside that, I always moan, like, because the crop chair is always, like, really, really big and it just doesn't fit my thighs and then I have to get the bigger size and it looks like I'm wearing, like, clowns. Not this bigger size, but do you know what I mean? It just, they yeah, never yeah. fit, right? Either yeah, too no, tight I agree. Or they're too loose. Hate them. Um, And then we, our club, are getting some some new kit anyway. Um so she brought some home she's like try these on what do you think they're like the skinny ones so almost like our like extra joggers like the cricket okay, ones yeah. yeah which I hated they did yeah. not fit me nice at all yeah, um no so yeah so I tried the one and I was like oh, really not a fan they just don't then again they're not made for me for women they're made for men with like the skinny little legs I've got some chunky thighs and that's fine but they don't accommodate for me so it's really annoying. So I was like, oh, okay, thanks, but like, don't worry. Thanks for looking, blah, blah, blah. Then she came home with some women's whites. Women's whites. <laughs> there's no baggy crotch. There's no flies. There's no zips. They're just, and they're not, they're not skinny. They're not loose. They're just like, they fit like mum jeans. Oh, obviously, wow. Oh, yeah. I feel like my life's been changed. The only thing I will say is they're like fairly low-waisted. And I like to tuck my belly in, but that's fine. I could just hang out my belly. <laughs> but apart from that, if I look like Homer Simpson, no judgment, please. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that I was literally so excited when I tried them. I was like, finally, I have a pair of cricket trousers that actually fit my body type. Yeah, that's crazy. I 
again, have never even thought about women's cricket rights. It's just you get mm. what you're given. The only I remember yeah. when I was a junior, so maybe under fifteens, I want to say, we got at county, we got given um women's playing shirts. So we went from these mm. men's ones that were way too big, so baggy. Um, even now it's baggy on me. Um, and I've grown a lot since I was 13. Um, but when <laughs> we got, to clarify that. When we got given these women's ones, they were low cut. So we all had to wear tops underneath our tops because otherwise our bosoms were out. And it was just so inappropriate. So after that, I've just sort of scrapped having women's whites because I, well, I didn't even think about bottoms, but certainly tops. The only experience that I've had of a women's top was just completely inappropriate. It was ridiculous. A low-cut cricket top, that is, you can definitely, no offence, but you can tell a man's design that. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's going to love watching women's cricket after that, watching them bounce around. So you imagine in, no, in, in, in jail. At the age of, you know, you're 14, so you don't, well, I mean, you don't want your boobs out when you're playing sport anyway, but at the age of 14, you definitely don't want that. Um, well, so speak we... for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Just all of us having to wear vests or long sleeve tops or whatever underneath our actual shirts because mm. it was just That's way... so bad. That is so bad. But, yeah, I think they actually do women's tops as well at... Um at joe's shop and she was like yeah I'll, I'll bring some home you can try them on so i'm just feeling like really excited to get yeah. some women's kit and actually feel like a woman playing cricket yeah it's sad how difficult it is though to get hold of that sort of stuff because we've got a, a cricket shop that i get most of my cricket stuff from uh in loughborough it's really good range but they don't have women's cricket rights in there yeah it's things that I think we often don't think about it because we are so used to just wearing the men's kit. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. But no, I'm glad that it's changing, feeling mm. good about it. And also, oh my gosh, maybe a lot has happened in this past week that I didn't remember. Um, oh, I need to send you a photo of my legs. So um, we had nets on Sunday. I bowled well. I batted like I never held a bat before in my life. My eye is just not <laughs> in. And my leg, like the bruise, I have multiple and they're just vile um but yeah the thing is the bowler who bowled them they're very good bowlers and they are quick they're opening bowlers so I don't mind too much but it was honestly the worst batting that I've had in my entire life I remember at the time I sat there and I was thinking I'm going to mention this as my low light as my low light this week on the podcast but I also forgot. <laughs> it was that bad um, yeah yeah oh my gosh it was awful I did bowl well though Oh, brilliant. So, yeah. Well, I actually, I had a net session uh, last week. And prior to knowing you, Borny, um, I was, I what actually. a sad to, time. I know. But I actually used to be a bowler. And I was kind of known for being a bowler. And it was kind of my personality, to be honest. Um, and then just prior to me coming to uni, I had a bit of a back injury. Um, and then I got the yips, which is basically where everything goes wrong Uh, it's like a it's like a psychological block if anyone doesn't know cricket think of it like the England football players when they're taking a penalty and their brain just goes and they dismiss the goal that is basically what it is 
Um, so I used to stand at the end of my run-up and just not have any idea how to get the ball from my hand to the stumps. Um, so mm. I have a bowled for a really long time um, because I had some really embarrassing experiences on cricket pitches of not being able to bowl. Um, I think the last ever time I bowled on a cricket pitch, I had to fake a back injury. It was that bad. Um, <laughs> because I was so embarrassed. Um, but I, yeah, I went to training the day and I decided that I was going to give bowling a go. And it actually went really, really well. And I forgot how much I enjoyed bowling. Um, and I think I bowled for 45 minutes straight. I think I only bowled one wide in that whole time. Um, pitching it in pretty good areas. Um, and it was just really nice to actually enjoy bowling and not have to worry or stress that it wasn't going to get there. Um, so that mm. was quite a nice, like, mini achievement for me. I came came away really happy with that. Um, it certainly won't be happening in the game just yet because um, I don't think my brain would be able to handle that. But um, it was nice to do it in the nets. Yeah, that's so good. Because I actually do remember hearing the rumours that you're a bowler. I remember being a fresher at uni and some and someone said, oh, yeah, do you know that Ralph actually used to be a bowler? She did this, this, this. And I was like, oh, wow, like I've never seen a bowl. And they're like, yeah, you won't see a bowl now. She does off spin now. I was like, oh, okay. And then I faced yeah, an off spin. I was that, like, oh, that, she's pretty good, actually. didn't go very well. The off spin oh, wasn't I thought you were quite good. Oh, no. And it's good that you, you get you're getting your bowling back. You never know. We could see you on our TV screens in a few years' time. Mm. We we won't get ahead of ourselves just yet. I I'm already planning. I'm getting front row seat. I'm getting a shirt made. I'm getting a banner made. I'm, we've, we've I'm ready got the to commentating be... to do, Borny. No, it's fine. You can play. I can commentate, and I I oh, will I'm have a little bit of bias for you. On pitch microphone, can I do that? Yes. Yes. Honestly, oh my god. If, you, if I was hooked up to a microphone on the pitch. I actually think that'd be hilarious because some of the things I mutter to myself without realizing mm. that I've said anything. No, you definitely would be a good one to have the on-pitch microphone with. You would definitely be so good with that. Uh, so we had a very avid fan of ours write in and give us a topic to talk about this week. Um, and so I'm actually going to give her and her company. Um, yes. A bit of shout out here. So this is Katie, who we've talked about a little bit on the podcast before. She absolutely loves listening and she's always badgering me if it's not up on time, asking when the podcast is going to be up. Um, and it's really funny because she talks about you, Borny, as if she has met you a hundred times. <laughs> um, and then she realizes that she could probably walk past you in the street and not have any idea who you are. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We'll have no, to get to meet at some point. Yeah, it's funny because I think we we follow each other on Instagram, and we have messaged a few times on the on our a, a joint account, our yeah. sexism account, and I think we messaged on my account as well. I think I said like congrats on the wedding or something. But yeah, no, I do know Katie online, not offline yet, but I'm sure it will happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, but she is very very successful in running a small business she started just over a year ago um doing dog walking and she also sells dog treats as well um it's called mateys if you wanted to know what it's called um but yeah so she said that you know she's recently got married and there's little talks about maybe kids at some point in the future 
And she obviously has this business that is her business. She's self-employed. And she's kind of worried about what happens when she does get pregnant and she can't walk dogs all the time. What does she do then? And um, she actually came to me with some interesting sort of stats about how much you actually get if you're on uh, maternity pay as a self-employed person. And I think it Mm. worked out at about £150 a week you get, which was less than if you were unemployed, you know, on benefits um, compared to actually having a job, having a career and not being able to fund yourself for that short period of time, which I thought was quite an interesting thing. Um, but it sort of posed a really interesting conversation around the the number of women that decide to go and start their own businesses, because that is actually something that we have to think about. And we probably don't think about it unless we do go and do it and then go, oh, hang on a second. If I want to have kids, it's really hard to actually fund myself um, and my family and, you know, look after your house and your car and everything else. Um because if you're in normal employment, you you you'll get your maternity cover pay, um, but that's not something that men have to think about when they're starting their own businesses. And I was no, I think that's the thoughts were around that. Yeah, I think it's a really really interesting point because I know that even when you are employed by a company for maternity leave, it's still not an appropriate amount of money but it's definitely more than what you get if you're self-employed and I think for example especially women who are maybe more settled down or you know want to start a family you know whatever whatever you're doing in life I think it does put you off from starting a business because how can you afford that if you've literally got a child on the way and you need to now afford for another human being for the rest of your life you know it's it's a massive factor um I think it's such a put off because if it was a, a man's business, he's not got to worry about that. He's not the one who's going through the the body changes or actually physically out an actual human being out of your body and grow <laughs> a human being inside your body. Like, do you know what I mean? It's quite a big thing. We, we tend to just call it, oh, they're pregnant. They're actually got a human. It's mental. Anyway, yeah, sorry, that's a tangent. Um, but yeah, I think it is a massive factor. I think it does put women off from starting businesses. And I think it also affects the, like, how successful the business can be purely because if they are starting a family, they don't have the time to, to, you know, run a business and have a family. And, and if they can, then women fair play to you. But typically, and I know things are changing, but it's not changed yet massively. It typically is the women who still look after the, the, you know, the children, whether they're in employment or, you know, self-employed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's, I mean, stereotypically, it's easier for a man to start a business because I haven't got to worry about that childcare aspect. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely agree. So it's, it's a disappointing stat. Yeah. And yeah, I just think it's interesting because they're always talking about women in business and how there's not enough women in business. And I had never actually really put two and two together and gone, well, actually it's really hard for a woman, woman to, to grow a business because of childcare duties of actually going through the pregnancy and not being physically able to to get up and go to work every day and particularly for Katie doing a job like dog walking which is a physically uh, demanding job 
Mm. Um, she's definitely not going to be able to to get out and and do that um, for quite a long period of time. So she's now having to think, and I think she'll be really successful regardless. Um, but she's now trying to think of ways that she can adapt her business and you know maybe do it run a doggy daycare, something that she can do mm. while she is pregnant um um and bringing up her her kids in the early stages of their life um so yeah Yeah. I think that's a really interesting topic and it was really nice for someone to sort of drop us a message about a topic that they're interested in and and have have had conversations with their friends about and yeah I think it's a really interesting one actually yeah and I was it is really interesting and I think it's also really important to talk about because I think a lot in the media you do see women in business and they're very strong women but and that's amazing but you don't always see this side of it I mean for example even in if you think about films you've seen like rom-coms stereotypically if the woman is it has a very has a big career and you know she loves her career very often she's like I don't want kids I don't want that and then if she does fall in love you know in the rom-com um usually she'll then quit her job and be like oh I love him and and have babies and stuff do you know what I mean she then turns her lifestyle around yeah and I think that's often missed out in in real life and the fact that I don't think people realize that how difficult it, it is for a woman to to have their own business whilst you know being pregnant producing the baby giving birth looking after the baby like do you yeah. know what I mean it's a it's a massive massive thing that, that goes on and and even while it's going on if they are able to, to, you know, keep doing it all, then hats off to them. But also the hormone changes, you know, your moods are going to change. Your body's literally completely developing and changing and growing. And how, like, I know I'm going to be a nightmare. I'll be a horrible (laughs) human being. I'm really not looking forward to it because Adam (laughs) is going to be an unlucky man during that stage. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like, so hats off to anyone who do do it. And yeah. Well done, women. Well done, women. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's for sure. All for sure. Me today, Bonnie. And is there anything else? Hey, you- we do have a very exciting announcement. Drum roll, please. Yes, so we have a very exciting announcement. As hopefully you will all have on your radar, as you all women lovers and and as any support women. um hopefully hopefully on your radar you will have international women's day which is the 8th of march this year is on wednesday fun fact um (laughs) yes so hopefully you're all very fun hopefully (laughs) we're all eagerly counting down to the 8th of march to celebrate women internationally um as are we of course so we would like to announce that we will be running a giveaway for International Women's Day, um, and we will be giving away an England cap. Woohoo! Applause. Woo-hoo. So yeah, this is really exciting. It's the first giveaway we've we've ever done, but you will need to enter the giveaway. And of course, you can't do a giveaway without a little bit of promo. You know, we've got to get our names out there. Don't hate the player, hate the game. So. <laughs> We will be we will be doing this giveaway. You will see a post on Instagram very soon um, about this. And to enter, you will need to listen carefully, guys. Please listen carefully. For every person you tag in the comments will be one entry. For every time you share it on your story, that is five entries. Now, 
if the person you have tagged in the comments then follows us, you both get an extra entry. Wow. How good wow. is that? That's incredible. So essentially, did you, you need to that on the spot? No, I'd actually thought about that for a few weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that actually was prepared. That's why I could get the words out and hopefully it makes sense. Um, I, hope, I hope you're good at counting, Borny. Yeah, you know me. Great counter. <laughs> um, <laughs> maths, not a problem. Um, yeah, so that's how you enter. And obviously it's a very good prize of a England cricket cap, which is exciting. Um, you know, going to help us grow as a campaign um, get our names out there, get the movement going forward, especially ahead of a very busy cricket season. Um, yep. And yeah, that's how we want to celebrate women by promoting our cause and trying to get some real change going on. Anything to add, Ralph? Yeah. Um, I don't know if everyone on who listens to the podcast, I don't know if everyone follows us on Instagram. If they don't, our handle is say no to sexism in cricket. Correct, Amondo. It is indeed. Um, so give us a little follow. We haven't been posting that regularly because I have been really, really sloppy. Um, but the plan is to sort of get that up and running again, um, get a few more posts out there. Um, we're planning on putting out our weekly news um, headlines, doing a post on that every week, uh, and then some other things around sexism and anything else that's sort of relevant to what our campaign's about. So keep your eyes peeled on that. And also I keep forgetting yes. we've got Twitter and LinkedIn as well, haven't we, Borny? So we do, yeah. go give us follows on those as well. And yeah, all the content. All of the content. Oh, I, I love remember, it. If I remember to make it. But yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, keep entering the giveaway as you are supporting a local campaign and also getting a prize. Um, so yeah, that will be out very, very soon, which is yep. super duper exciting. Um, and then, yeah, I think we can wrap up. But before I do that, I'm going to do the classic tagline. Remember to subscribe to our podcast. Please download it. This helps us with views. Um, leave a review. Why not? Five stars. You guys are amazing. I heard Ella's pretty fit as well. Why not say that? Um, <laughs> I'm pretty fit, I think. However, huh? I said, what about wealth? I'm pretty fit, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's, nine, out of, that's... nine out of ten. She would nine. get ten out of ten if she lived nearer me. Okay. So nine out of I'll ten. I'll be yeah. in next week. <laughs> You're fine. I've literally sat next to a spare bed right now. It's all yours. Um. Yes. However, if you're going to give us a zero star review, don't leave it. Don't be that person. We don't want you. Yeah, just take your thoughts and feelings elsewhere. <laughs> Do not bring your negativity to this space, all right? <laughs> Keep it to yourself. <laughs> but yeah, shall we uh, have a little wrap up? Yeah, so advice for the week then. Ooh. Mine is going to be drink loads and loads of water. Good advice. To get to hydrate myself. So here is your annual reminder to drink some water. Make annual? Sense. Once a year, you should drink water. Great health be, advice. Been nice and smooth. <laughs> um, my advice is going to be brush your teeth twice a day. I mean, that's, yeah, always good. Um, is that, is that every day? Dental hygiene. 
and yeah, or not every day, please. just your birthday. Because I know your birthday should be three times a day. I'll try and do that in future then. Yeah, just so you know. All right. Oh, <laughs> what a great end to this podcast. <laughs> I think right, there is only one song to sing us out, though. It's for Valerie. Valerie, why don't you come on come over, on Valerie. Valerie? There we go. Valerie. Oh, still going. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, happy 80th birthday, Valerie, you legend. The woman, the myth, the legend, Valerie. Is it uh, Valerie Ralph? No. Brightwell. No. Happy happy birthday, Valerie Brightwell. Have a good one. My name's Ella Bourne. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Have a lovely um, weekend, Bournie. And a lovely week. And you. And you. And to the fans. Yeah. Have a week. Have a good Have a good week, everyone. <laughs> Same Um, time next week. See you next Monday. Bye. Bye.